Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the wonderful truth recording in the Bible. We thank you, Father, for the revelation, for the understanding and interpretation of the Bible that you have given us by the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for feeding your church with the truth. And you renew our mind, transforming us, Lord, into the likeness of Christ. We pray, Father, tonight, this message will not be just a head knowledge, but will be life-changing message. That your people in this room will be able to walk in victory, ruling and reigning. And their kids growing up, seeing their parents living a life of dominion and authority in the name of Jesus Christ. And the next generation will continue to carry this message. And we will see the end time revival, Father. We're going to have a big harvest in the end time. We are preparing for the end time revival in this world before Jesus comes back. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I finished the sermon this morning by sharing about God, the Lord Jesus Christ, imparted and authorized and empowered his disciples to go out and do the same thing he did. If you remember, the Bible talks about Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and cure diseases. And that was the 12 disciples. And we're going to continue to learn that Jesus did not only call the 12 apostles, but he called all of us to do the same thing what he say in the Bible. I want to review again in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 to 12. In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When we talk about ruling and reigning, we are talking about the kingdom of God. And when we go out to preach the gospel, and we want to preach the kingdom. We need to go with authority. Because the kingdom means dominion. It means that the authority and the ruling power of a king extend to that area. And the kingdom of God is within us. And the Bible talks about the kingdom and the will of God in heaven be done on earth here. So anytime the kingdom of God is manifest, the will of God is expressed. So when we go out with the power of the Holy Spirit and manifest the kingdom of God, the will of God shall be done. We have learned that the devil has stolen or have received the power from Adam and then he exercised that authority on earth here. He caused so much destruction, drug addictions, pornography, pains and suffering, famine, broken home, so many problems on earth because the devil is still exercising authority on earth here. But thank God, 
we're going to be the people in the church to go and push out the power of darkness in the society. We're going to be the one who go out and rule and reign and get rid of all the power of the enemy. But in order to do that, we need to have faith. We need to have faith to do that. You can learn the scripture in this camp and decorate your brain, but without faith, you cannot do it. You need to have faith. Therefore, faith needs to rise up in your heart in order to be able to exercise the authority that God has given to us. How do you have faith? Faith comes by hearing. So I want to encourage all of you, when you wake up in the morning, when you walk in your office, driving the car, you speak out loud to yourself, I am anointed. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach the gospel. And I am ruling and reigning with Christ. I can cast out demons and can heal the sick. At the beginning, your faith may not be there yet. You may talk about it out loud from your mouth, but at the same time, you think, can I do that? Is it true? But if you keep speaking, you keep speaking to yourself, you keep hearing that message into your ear, eventually faith can rise up. That's how I did. I always speak to myself. I always hear the message to my own ear and build my faith. Build my faith by hearing what God says in the Bible. And eventually I will see more and more miracles. As you heard the testimony this morning, that we believe that the sick shall be healed. And we heard the testimony that somebody who was deaf from birth was healed in this camp yesterday. And now she can hear on that ear. Amen. So you can see that when we have faith, miracles shall happen. And we just still baby step right now. We still get into this ruling and reigning step. We are still learning in the faith school of life. And as we build our faith, keep talking, keep hearing. When you see each other, you say, uh, you are anointed. You can lay hand on the sick and the sick shall be healed. Amen. You can cast out demons. You can demand that the enemy cannot touch your kids and your family. You keep hearing that. Eventually, the faith is going to rise up. And what happened to the disciples? After Jesus called them to go out and preach the kingdom of God. Look at Luke chapter 9, verse 6. They departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. The disciples did exactly what Jesus told them to do. They preached the kingdom of God. They healed the sick. How could they do that? They did not do it under their own name. They could do that because they were authorized and they were empowered by the Holy Spirit. Jesus sent them out, authorized them to go out and preach the gospel and perform signs and wonders. And look at verse 11. What happened after they exercised authority? Verse 11, when the multitudes knew it, they followed him and he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who had need of healing. So after they went out to preach the gospel, but more people come and hear the message from Jesus and more people get healed by the power of the Lord. You can see that if we exercise the authority that God gives to us, more souls are going to be saved. More people are going to come into the kingdom of God. Amen? I believe that 
we will not stay the same. As you start to exercise this principle in your school, exercise this principle in your workplace, in the marketplace, we're going to see more souls coming to the kingdom of God. More people are going to get saved. Are you excited about that? I'm very excited. Amen? God authorizes to do so. But again, we need faith to do it. Let's look at one passage to show us that in order to exercise a ruling authority, we need to build our faith all the time. Luke chapter 9, 37 to 42. Now it happened on the next day when they had come down from the mountain that a great multitude met him. Suddenly a man from the multitude cried out saying, Teacher, I implore you, look on my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit seizes him and he suddenly cries out. It convulses him so that he foams at the mouth and it departs from him with great difficulty, bruising him. So I implore your disciples to cast it out. But they could not. But they could not. And we're going to see the reason why they could not. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. And as he was still coming, the demon threw him down and convulsed him. Then Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the child, and gave him back to his father. What was the reason why the disciple could not cast out this demon? What is the reason? Faithless. No faith. That's why I want to encourage all of you to be the people who really, really get into the Word of God all the time. Listening to the Word of God. Speak to yourself. Everyone speak to yourself. I am anointed. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I am authorized. I am empowered to preach the kingdom of God. To heal the sick. And cast out demons. I have authority over the work of the enemy. I rule and reign with Christ Jesus. Amen. So Jesus operates in authority. And many of you may say this way at this point, Pastor, this is the 12 apostles. This is the 12 disciples. They were the apostles of the Lamb. They already died. Oh, now all the miracles are gone. No more miracles today. It's the past. All the apostles died already. Have you ever heard that doctrine? That no more miracle today because all the apostles have passed away? I want to show you in the Bible. It's not true. Let's look at Luke chapter 10, verse 1. The Lord Jesus Christ did not give authority and power only to the 12 apostles or 12 disciples. Look at Luke chapter 10, verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Look at verse 9. And heal the sick there. And say to them, the kingdom of God has come near you. How could the 70 disciples heal the sick? Were they the 12 apostles? Were they the regular disciples like you and me? They were 
just disciples like you and me. They were not apostles. They were not pastors. They were disciples following Jesus. But Jesus called them the 70 and gave them the same power, gave them authority to go out to rule and reign, to preach the kingdom of God. Did Jesus give them authority? Yes. The 70 disciples. And look at what happened after they went out and came back in verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Wow. The Bible says clearly in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 2, when the righteous, who is the righteous in this room? Raise your hand up. Who is the righteous? Or oh, those who don't raise hand, you are not righteous? You are righteous. Not by your own righteousness, by the righteousness of God. You are righteous by the blood of Jesus. Everyone turn to each other who are believers. You are righteous. You are righteous. Okay. You are the saints. You are righteous. The Bible says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. A lot of people interpret this. Scripture, that, oh, if our pastor, if our king, our president are righteous people, are in authority, then the citizens are rejoicing, then the members are rejoicing. It's not only that. But if the righteous in the church, everyone have authority to rule and reign, people will rejoice in the church. Your kids going to rejoice in the house. Your grandkids going to rejoice. Amen. The righteous are in authority. Look at what Jesus said after he sent the 70 out to rule and reign. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. So in other words, when these 70 people went out with authority and power to preach the gospel, they stripped the power of darkness. Satan was defeated. The kingdom of God was manifest. And Satan was brought to nothing. He fell off heaven. Are you going to be the people who will be used by God to chase away the power of darkness in this city, in your own home, in your office, in your school? Are you convinced that you have authority and dominion? Are you convinced that Jesus authorized you? Look at what the Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you, who is you? Who is you? Us. Us. The authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. He did not say over certain degrees or some part of the power of the enemy. He said, over all, everyone say all. all. The power of the enemy. And nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Oh, I like this scripture. You have authority, you have power, and nothing can hurt you. Amen? Amen. You need to memorize this scripture. You need to speak it to yourself. When the devil tries to attack you and your home 
and your family, your finances, you say, "Hey, devil, get out of here. Nothing can hurt me. You cannot touch. I have authority to tell you to get away from my body, to get away from my finances, to get away from my kids, from my grandkids, from my wife, from my husband. My husband going to be saved. Take your hand off from my husband. Take your hand off from my kids. You cannot do anything to me, to my kids, to my home, to my business." Amen. You use authority. Amen. I'm not telling you to curse the devil. Don't yell at the devil and curse him. It's not our job to curse the devil, because it's the job of God, not our job. Even other archangels say, "I'm not here to curse. Only God can curse the devil." But we can tell him to take the hand off. Amen. In our church, we don't pray like this. Devil, how curse him? We don't pray like that because we are not in a position to curse Satan. Only God can curse Satan, not us. But we can tell him, take the hand off. Don't touch my kids. Amen. You understand? Have you ever heard people pray like that? Oh, they yell at the devil and curse the devil. We don't do that in our church because we never see that in the Bible. We bind. We say, don't touch us. We use authority. Amen. Hallelujah. So Luke 10 verse 19 is not recorded in the Bible for us to read and then drew and talk to God. God, I hope that this is for me. No, it was written for us so that we can practice, so that we can have confidence, so that we can have faith that we are authorized and we are empowered against the enemy, the scorpions. Amen. Scorpion represent demons. Serpent represent demons, evil spirit. We can come against the darkness. You need to understand that Peter, John, Bartholomew, Matthew, all these people were human like you and me. They were so excited in following Jesus. They were thrilled to meet Jesus. They left their business. They left their family, walking on the road with Jesus Christ. Oh, they were so true. They see big meetings. Thousands of people show up. They saw with their own eyes. People get healed. The lepers were healed. The woman with the issue of blood touched his cloak, and she was healed after she spent all of her money with doctors. They saw with their own eyes. They saw him feed the thousand people with two fish and five loaves. They saw him stop the wind and the wave. They saw him walking on the water. They even helped people to stay in the line to get healing. They saw all the miracles. But one day, Jesus called all of them and sat down together and said, "Fellows, I think we have done good. The Father in heaven is very pleased with us. We've seen so many miracles and salvation in our ministry." Jesus called his team. His workers, but you know now we have too many people to handle. I cannot handle all of this thing by myself anymore. I want to give you authority and power to go out and preach the kingdom of God and lay hand on the sick, heal them, and cast demon out of them. Okay, why don't you go? And then after Jesus finished talking. He went into the house, took a good nap, and left them alone. I can imagine 
John turned to Peter as a human. They all make mistakes. They are not perfect. They didn't know everything. They did not have the Bible like us here today. We can read this. John talked to Peter. Hey, Peter, do you think the Lord really mean it that we cast out demons? And Peter might have said, "I think so." Bartholomew turned to Thomas. Thomas, what do you think? Do you think the Lord mean it that we gonna go out and cast out demons and heal the sick? And Thomas say, "I don't believe it." <clears throat> I think they all struggle. The same thing you struggle after this camp. You go back home after this camp. You gonna have this kind of thinking come in your heart. Really, I can pray for the sick. Really, I have authority. And some of you may be Thomas. No way. But some of you may be Peter. Yes, we can do it. And if God had told you to do that, what you gonna do? Are you gonna be chicken? Are you gonna be coward and stay home and do nothing about it? Or are you gonna go out and preach the gospel? Or you're gonna go out and you're gonna start to lay hand on your children, lay hand on people, and say, "Healed, get out of here, fever, get out of here, sickness." Are you gonna do that? Somebody need to get the courage, stand up and go and do something about it, because you already have been authorized. You have been empowered by the Holy Spirit in the church to do all these things. In the name of Jesus, I'm so glad that the pastor in Thailand, we disciple them and help them to build a church. Now they don't need me that much anymore. Now on this pastor and the disciple in Thailand, they lay hand on the sick themselves, cast out demon themselves. You can listen to testimony from people who came from Thailand. They all move in the Holy Spirit. They all see miracles and signs and wonder in the church. The same story happened again. Like in the Bible, God sent Pastor Lau to Thailand. Now all these disciples are doing the same thing in that church. Are you glad to see that happen? Yeah. Not one man show. You don't need to depend on Pastor Lau. If this is a meeting that we need to protect everybody. That's why I'm the only one who lay hand. But out there on the street, you can lay hand on the sick. Amen. You can lay hand on somebody who get depressed and could not sleep and say. Spirit of depression, you have to leave right now in Jesus' mighty name. There may not be any manifestation, but the spirit is leaving. Don't look for manifestation. You go by faith. Don't go by feeling. I remember I talked to one pastor who dare not lay hand on people, and I asked this pastor. I mean, pastor in our church group fellowship, and the pastor told me, you know, I don't want to lay hand on Sunday because I don't feel it. I don't feel the anointing. So I told the pastor, "It's not about feeling; it's about faith. You don't need to feel anything; you should go by faith, and something gonna happen." Amen. We don't walk by sight or by feelings; we walk by faith. Amen. So this disciple went out, stepped out. The whole seventy disciple stepped out by faith. The twelve disciples stepped out by faith. Are you gonna step out by faith? To do the same thing, and you may say that is the twelve disciple, that is the seventy disciple, not me. Okay, I'm gonna read to you Matthew twenty-eight, 
verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. And many of you think, oh yeah, Jesus has authority, but not me. Think about this. Jesus did not need the anointing or authority for himself. Jesus has never had any bondage. He has never been sick. He has never been in the curse. So he did not need the authority for himself. He got the authority back from the devil for who? For us. That's why after he said, all authority has been given to me, he said, go therefore. What does it mean therefore? You guy, go. It means I give you authority to go out and to do the same thing I did. Amen? Everyone say, Jesus got the authority for me, for us. Look at the Bible in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 to 20. Now, this is a command for every believer, not only for a pastor or preacher. And he said to them, who are they? Who are them? All of us, we are them. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. Who are the believers in this room? Raise your hand up. You think this sign can follow you? The sign will follow the preacher, evangelist, pastor? No. The Bible says, these signs will follow those who believe. What the Bible says, continue. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents and they, if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then after the Lord has spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Are we going to do what Jesus said here? We're going to go out, preach the gospel, lay hand on the sick, cast out demons. Amen. You are authorized to do this job. Not only you are authorized, you are empowered. Authorization and empowerment have to come together. Many of you missed the sermon this morning. I want to repeat one more time. Everybody can be authorized to preach the gospel. But not everybody is empowered to demonstrate the kingdom of God. We cannot be just authorized. We need to be empowered as well. Power and authorization must come together if you want to be effective. I mentioned about police officer. Now I remember what movie I talked about this morning. 
the movie named Die Hard. This guy went in and showed a badge. He is a police officer, not in the uniform, but he showed a badge. Die Hard. What is his name? Bruce Willis. He showed a badge. Some people will say yes, but some people will pull the gun out too and say, "I don't care that you have the badge." The badge is the authorization from the government to have authority to say, "I can arrest you." But if Bruce Willis went out only with the badge, without 44 Magnum and big muscle, he's gonna be in trouble one of these days. Is that right? So the police officer have to go out with also 44 Magnum and also big muscle. They need to exercise. They need to go work out, make a big muscle. Amen. So the same thing. We should go out and preach the gospel. But we need to realize that we need the power of God to lay hand on the sick, to cast out demons, to command things to happen, to declare and to decree, and demand the devil to recede and get out of people's life. We need that authority and power to do the job. Amen. And I know that the devil will talk to you after the camp. Who do you think you are? You are not Pastor Lau. You are not. Great preacher in the big church with 4,000 members. You are just a member in the church. When the devil talk like that to you, you talk back to him. Hey, Mr. Devil, I know who I am. I am authorized. I am empowered. Get out of here. Everyone say, I am authorized. I am empowered. I rule and reign. Look at what King David say, the man with the anointing and authority. He say in Psalm chapter 91 verse 7, a thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Wow! A lot of people heard this scripture from King David and say, "Wow, King David must be arrogant." But I tell you, this should be what you say every day. Hey, don't touch me. I am a soldier of Christ. I am authorized. Don't come near me, devil. You cannot come near me. Sin, you cannot come near me. Curses, you cannot come near me. Destruction, you cannot come near me. I pray like this every day for my family. That's why all of my kids are doing well. They go to church. They serve God. My daughter served God. My son last night wiped my forehead for me. He come out to be prayed for. My kids will not backslide because I said, "Devil, you cannot come near this house." My kids gonna serve God. I see that one day Paul gonna preach the gospel, even though the doctor say Paul has defect defect in language. He gonna preach the gospel. I see Joy, I see Tanida, I see Brendan doing the work of God, and now I see Josiah and Nora get up and dance. In a few years, and do the work of God with authority and power. <laughs> a while ago, I was turning to Pastor Lau and say, "Hey, in a few years, we're going to see Josiah and Nora up there." Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things. Have become new. Wow, this is a famous scripture. God 
get rid of the old things. You should not say anymore. I'm an old poor sinner, saved by grace. I'm a defeated fool. I'm nothing. Oh, the devil always torture me. I have to tell you the truth. It's good to cry. If God touch you, the devil come out from you, demon cast out of you, you cry. You feel the love of God. But at one point in your life, you need to stop crying with sadness. Listen carefully. You need to stop crying with sadness that, God, poor me. No one loved me. Everyone just don't like me. I'm just a poor sinner. That is a defeated attitude. You need to start. <laughs> the devil touch your back. You turn around. What? <laughs> back kick. Side kick. Eventually, all the believer in the church should be like that. Walk around. <laughs> When you see the problem, <laughs> piece of cake. Go. Is that right? Yes. Not that you see any problem. People talk bad about you a little bit. <laughs> Or when people come to church and they don't like you, they leave the church. <laughs> no, it's your problem. Not my problem. You don't like me. It's too bad. I'm gonna walk with God. Ha ha ha. We need to come to that point. Being a soldier, ruling and reigning. You are a new creation. You're the old sinners crying. Feel pity for yourself. Oh, I feel pity for myself. You don't feel pity for yourself anymore because you are a new creation, authorized and anointed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> I'm serious. We need to stop crying and feel pity for ourselves. Walking around with your chest up, not arrogant, but have confidence in the power and the calling of God in your life. Amen. Don't have a drop head like this, all the time. Like this all the time. No, rise up, the army of God, and fight the battle. Why did He make you a new creation? Let's look at verse 18, and verse 19, and verse 20. He made you a new creation for a good reason, not just so that you can have a good time. Okay, verse 18, 19 to 20. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He made you new so that you can have a ministry of reconciliation, bring the sinners and people who walk away from God back to God. But you cannot do that without authority and power. Verses 19 and 20, That is that God's Was I want to change to reconciling the world to Himself in Christ, 
In Christ Jesus, God reconciled the world to Him, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. And now, then, we are what ambassadors. We are representative. We become new, empower, and authorize. As ambassador for Christ, as though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I'm going to end this sermon by explaining this scripture a little bit. Two things. Number one, God said that we have the ministry of reconciliation. In other words, we have the good news to tell people. And what is the good news? The good news is not, you sinner, You make mistake. If you don't repent, you go to hell. That is not the good news. Okay. The good news is not you don't repent, you go to hell. The good news is Christ has paid the penalty of your sin, and you can go to heaven. Christ did not impute what you deserve, but He took what you deserve on Him. That is the good news. Do you know that people go to hell not because they smoke, they watch pornography, they lie, and they cheat? Do you know that? Because all the penalty of this sin has been put on Jesus on the cross. The reason people go to hell because they reject Jesus Christ. All the penalty of sin of mankind has been paid for. So they are not going to hell because. The sin, but because re- they reject Jesus Christ, who paid for them. That is a good news. Now we talk about ambassador. Let me share with you a story, just for you to understand what it means ambassador. One day, if you become a king of a nation, how many people want to be a king? I want to be a king. You become a king of a nation, and one day you have a busy schedule. You need to fly to Seattle from your country, come here to do some business. While you are here, you get a text message. Some bad things happen in a city in your nation. Bad, bad things that you don't authorize and you don't like. You really are bothered by what happened. But you are in Seattle, so what did you do? You call John. Hello, John. He is in your cabinet. John. Could you please take care of that? Can you go on my behalf? Take care of that problem. Tell them that stop doing that. And John on the phone say, "I cannot. You are the king. You go." But you say, "I authorize you. I give. I'm gonna send you with another maybe ten thousand troops to get go and get that done." And John say, "No, no, 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 no. You are the king. You do it." So you call the next person named Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Can you do this for me? Can you go to that city, and I give you a troop? Tell them to stop doing that bad things on my behalf. I authorize you. And Joseph said, "No, King, you are the king. You go, not me." Then Joseph hand the phone to Karen. Hello, Karen. Can you do this thing on my behalf? You go to that city with my troop and guns and tank and soldier and stop that behavior. And Karen say, 
No, no king, I cannot go. You are the king, you go yourself. Is that what most believers are doing? Jesus said, I authorize you to preach the kingdom. I authorize you and empower you to go out into the world, lay hand on the sick and cast out demons. And you say, no, I'm not Jesus. Jesus, you do it yourself. Jesus, no, no, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. That's most believers are doing right now, declining the calling of God. God said, go into the world and preach the gospel. Amen? People in this city, people in Los Angeles, people in Taiwan, people in Bellevue, people in Renton need the gospel. People in Japan need the gospel. You need to go and preach the gospel and exercise your authority. You go in the name of the king of all kings, the Lord of all lords. You are not going under your own name, but in the name of Jesus, the name that is above all names, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. You go out in his authority, in his name. Amen? I'm not preaching right now in my own name. I'm preaching with authority of the name of Jesus Christ on his behalf, to his church. And you can rise up. You don't push that responsibility to other people because it's a cop-out. It's a trying to throw the responsibility to somebody else. Everyone who is sick come to Jesus with faith was healed. Then people can come to you by faith and you lay hand on them and they can be healed. You don't need to wait for Pastor Lao. You can lay hand on the sick yourself. You can cast out demons yourself in the name of Jesus. Amen? You have authority and power. You need to speak to yourself. Greater is he who is in me than the one who is in the world. Amen? Don't be fearful. Don't let the devil intimidate you. Don't let the devil make you feel that you are nothing. You are the ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. And you are ruling and reigning in the name of Jesus. You rule and reign in your own life. Definitely, if I feel sick, I command it to go away. I rule and reign in my own home. I rule and reign in my church, in the care group. I rule and reign in the territory that God gave to me. I cannot go and rule and reign in another church because it's not my territory. Therefore, don't go to other church and act like you are the pastor there without being a pastor. You have to be careful. You cannot go, oh, I'm going to lay hand on everyone here. No, I cannot do that. I just exercise my authority in my realm, in my territory. Amen? If God sends somebody to you in your office and he's sick, you can lay hand and say, heal in the name of Jesus. I have so many patients get healed in my office because I pray for them. Cancer, brain cancer, get healed. I'm serious. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. How many people are convinced now that you are authorized? How many people say, I am an ambassador? How many people say, I will go? In the name of Jesus. 
to make disciples to preach the gospel. How many people say I'm not going to push the responsibility to somebody else anymore? I'll do it. Amen. Everyone say I rule, I reign, I have dominion that I receive from Jesus Christ through Christ Jesus. I have authority. I am a soldier of Christ. The enemy cannot come near me. Amen. Can I see the soldier? Pull the sword of the spirit. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're going to continue to learn. This is just foundation. We're going to continue to start to learn tomorrow and Sunday how to rule and reign now. How to. Now we understand the basic. Dominion was given to Adam. Dominion was handed over to the devil. And then the second Adam, Jesus, took that authority back and gave back to us. And now he called us to go out on his behalf, in his name, to exercise authority, to build the kingdom of God. So we learn all this basic now. We need to learn now how to go out and exercise authority. How are we going to have that faith to exercise authority? We're going to learn that in detail in the next eight sermons. This is only the second sermons. Can you imagine? <laughs> only two sermons. We have eight more to learn how to exercise authority. It's going to be fun. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'd like to ask people who say, I want to go out with power to preach the gospel and lay hand on the sick, cast out demons. I'm going to be ambassador of Christ to come out, to be prayed for, to impart the power from heaven, lay hand on you to get the power of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come and tell God, I give my life to you. Empower me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. <laughs> Authorize me. I receive the power. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, when I lay hand on your servant in this house, you will fill them with your power. Fill them with your power, Lord. Power to go out and preach the gospel. Fill them, Father. In the name of Jesus. Impartation of the spirit of the living God. Fill Right now, in the name of Jesus, filled fire in the name of Jesus, filled right now. <laughs>
feel right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, receive by faith. Receive by faith in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Fire. Fill. Fire. Yes, Lord. Fill. <laughs> now in Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> Soldier in the name of Jesus. Soldier in the name of Jesus. Ambassador of Christ 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 in the name of Jesus. Ambassador in the name of Jesus. Ambassador in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ambassador. <laughs> Ambassador in the name of Jesus. Ambassador in the name of Jesus. Soldier of Christ, I empowered you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> fire, 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 fire! Fill right now with the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Fire! Fill with the power of God. Before you, more fire, more fire, more fire. Fill right now in the name of Jesus. Fill fire in the name of Jesus. Fill right now in the name of Jesus. Fire. Feel right now in the name of Jesus. Feel right now in the name of Jesus, Ambassador of Christ. You go, you go and preach the gospel. Fire, filled with the name of Jesus. Fire, filled in the name of Jesus. Fire, fill more fire. Fire, 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 fill. Fire, fill in the name. <laughs> fill right now, Jesus. Right now, fire. Oh, that I am. Oh, that I am. I let him down. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Fill. Right now, don't hurry to get up. Receiving, keep receiving. Yield to the Lord. Yield, 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 yield. Yield to the Lord. Hungry, hungry. Fire. Feel right now in the name of Jesus. Fire. Offer my life to you. Fire. Been true. Use it for your glory, Lord. I. Offer my days to you, lifting my praise to you as a piercing sacrifice. Let's get this side done. Get this side done. Fire! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't hurry to get up. Keep feel. Offer my life to you, everything. Fire! Fire. Fire. 
Use it for your glory. Fire! More fire! My days to you. More fire! <laughs> We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I live to you this new praise song. All the wrongs I have ever done Have been washed away By your only son Bring me your tired You said Bring me your weak Bring me your hungry masses We seek your glory Your glory.